uh, it is very important to have these platforms for women to express themselves uh, through sports and to uh, change at least or try to break down those social barriers and limitations that are preventing women from uh, fulfilling their dreams. The collective power of this global network um, with everyone brought together um, and their heart to give back to the next generation, to invest in the Wabin program and the IWS fellows um, was truly um, inspiring. Hello everyone, welcome to IWF Game Changers, a monthly conversation with some of the trailblazing members of the International Women's Forum. I'm Ann Doyle, president of IWF Michigan and your host. And the IWF is a global network of more than 7,000 highly accomplished women leaders from six continents who share the mission to advance women's leadership and champion equality. Game Changers is an opportunity to hear stories of lessons learned and insights gained from the journeys of remarkable women. So let's talk about life in leadership. We're recording this episode in January, which is Mentoring Month. And today's guests are fascinating examples of the power and importance of IWF's life-changing mentoring relationships. And this relationship has flourished not only across cultural differences, but from opposite sides of the world. So let me introduce our guests. Mentor and IWF Jordan board member Samar Nassar is a change maker and an advocate for youth development. She is a former Olympic swimmer who held numerous leadership roles in the international sporting world, including serving as the CEO for the Jordanian Organizing Committee of the 2016 FIFA Women's World Cup, which was the first FIFA women's soccer tournament held in the Arab world. Welcome, Samar. Hello, Anne. It's a pleasure to be with you today and uh, greetings to everybody listening from uh, Jordan. <laughs> Fantastic. And as a volunteer mentor for IWF's Women Athletes Business Network, which we call Wabin, Samar was matched with mentee Brianna Salvatore Duick, an elite American basketball player who competed professionally in Europe after a Division I basketball career at the University of California. And Brianna is now taking her passion for sports into the diplomatic field. She is currently working with the United Nations UNESCO program, which is using sports for social good. And welcome, Brianna, from California, I believe. Hi, Anne. Thanks. It's great to be here. I'm, I'm calling in from San Francisco. All right. So, and I'm talking to you from Detroit. So that's what IWF is all about, is connecting incredible women from all over the world. And a core purpose of IWF's Wabin program is to really help elite athletes make the transition from the demanding world of competitive sports to their chosen professional field, which can be more difficult than non-athletes might realize. And Samar, I want to begin with you in terms of, number one, why you decided to carve out time from your very busy schedule as a professional woman, a wife, a mother, and an IWF Jordan board member to volunteer as a Wabin mentee. And I was a professional athlete myself, like Brianna. 
And uh, when I heard about the Wabin uh, program, I uh, knew that that would be a perfect match. Um, it was an opportunity for me as a mentor to really engage in this beautiful uh, global mentorship program where uh, it matches mentees and mentors from uh, all around the world and uh, to, to guide uh, these women athletes that have dedicated so much for their sports and have had a, a, a later start maybe to their business or their career. Um, I have to say that the mentorship uh, relationship extends beyond the mentorship, giving advice, guidance and support where need, need be to the mentee. But I truly believe it's um, a reciprocal relationship. There are mutual benefits uh, to this um, mentorship-mentee experience. And uh, for me, it was truly very, not, uh, it was beautiful getting to know Brianna. Uh, she gives me fresh perspective. She gives me that uh, positive energy. And she has just the right attitude for uh, a young leader for the next generation. And um, it also, this relationship gave me the opportunity to self-reflect as well mm. uh, while sharing my experience with uh, Brianna, the ups and downs, the failures, the mistakes mm -hmm. I've uh, learned from. Uh, it gave me a chance to look back at what I have done over the past few years. And Brianna, how about from your perspective? Samara has been such a blessing to me, and um, I have learned so much from her. I think the timing of this mentor-mentee relationship has been also really incredible as I've really been navigating kind of um, just, again, career shifts and and really launching from, from making that shift from professional sport to, you know, launching a career in the United Nations to now even pivoting back to the private sector on the personal side. It's been so incredible to have just her really honest um, advice and feedback coming from a place of love um, just as it concerns, you know, how to handle your, your private life and your business life that we're, you know, it's, it's incredible. We're ambitious women and, and I think for me, even as a young married person, like bringing my husband um, or, or doing that with my husband as well and, and having Samar's um, guidance in that way has been huge also. Well, Brianna, you know, when you and I talked a little bit before this, uh, you had some, something that might surprise a lot of people is that you said, you know, even though I've had a, a, an elite um, athletic career, I felt a little bit behind uh, moving into my profession. And I'm sure that's uh, what many athletes feel. Would you elaborate on that? Having dedicated my life, my young life, to sports, to basketball, you know, and at the university level, practices were five hours a day. And then the professional level, um, you know, just as intense. Um, it was difficult to dedicate time to internships and, and kind of to think even about um, life after sport because we're fully bought in. And so kind of transitioning out of that, I think one of the biggest ways that Samar really has encouraged me was first with just her own personal story of, you know, having pursued um, Olympic swimming and giving her whole self to that. Um, and then also the encouragement of actually the different skills that we learn as athletes are so invaluable in our professional lives as well. You know, we learn determination. We learn how to set goals and how to persevere and achieve those goals. We learn how to have confidence in ourselves. We learn how to be a leader. 
how to communicate and work within a team. Mm -hmm. um, there are so many skills that I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit of a glimpse of now in, in my professional um, business career and, and diplomatic career a little bit that I, I um, am really thankful for. And Samar was a huge encouragement in that way. And um, I want to also just uh, let people get a chance to get to know each of you a little bit. Um, Samar, give us a little sense of um, your career uh, going back to sports um, and, and bring us up to date now of the, what you're involved in. Um, like Brianna, I was a professional swimmer and I dedicated most of my long, uh, young life to training, to swimming. And uh, I was fortunate that my athletic career, I got it, I was honored to represent my country at uh, two Olympic Games. Transitioning from uh, my swimming career, I had a, as well a late start in my uh, uh, professional life. And I was married and I had, uh, I had my kids to take care of. Uh, so I could really relate to uh, what, Brianna, uh, what Brianna and I were talking about. Um, but I have a passion for sports and I uh, served on my uh, local Olympic committee, which is the umbrella of sports in Jordan. And from there, I gained a lot of experience um, and moved on to, uh, to run the FIFA Under-17 Women's World Cup in Jordan, which for us was much more than holding a soccer tournament, uh, a world soccer tournament in our region. It was really an opportunity to send a message to so many women out there and to use sports as a platform for empowerment to change misconceptions about gender abilities and stereotypes and really use that tournament to empower women in a region where we really uh, need those channels and opportunities for women to express themselves. Well, take us a little deeper into that. I mean, you touched on the fact that the work you're doing in terms of bringing uh, soccer into um, Jordan and is, is helping use sports for social change, for opportunities for girls in the Arab world. Where, where is the Arab world in terms of that for girls and women? Uh, women participation in sports globally is on the rise. Uh, but unfortunately, in our region, it has been uh, a slow change. We're slowly catching up. And uh, it's amazing to see so many women athlete role models that are breaking the barriers and uh, changing the st stereotypes uh, mm -hmm. about women. Uh, it is very important to have these platforms for women to express themselves uh, through sports and to uh, change at least or try to break down those social barriers and limitations that are preventing women from uh, fulfilling their dreams. Brianna, tell us a little bit about you. Um, take us back to, um, you know, your your sports career at Division I uh, college level, and then uh, I know you competed overseas as well. Yeah, so um, I got to play for the University of California, Davis. At the Division One level, as you mentioned, I was a shooting guard and then later a point guard in my um, final two years. Um, but it was an incredible experience. We got to go to the NCAA tournament to March Madness. Mm. We played at Stanford in front of uh, a sold-out crowd at the Maples Pavilion of, I think it was 8,000 they hold in that arena. Awesome. Um, so some really, really incredible experiences at the university level. 
and then getting to play overseas in Switzerland um, in the city of Lausanne, which is really the Olympic capital of the world. Not only was playing in Switzerland an incredible experience, um, pushed me to learn a new language. I, I really was excited about um, becoming fluent in French and mm. um, connecting with teammates from around the world and, and getting to know the Swiss culture really well. Um, but it also sparked in me and reignited, I should say, this big interest to mix um, sports and sport business and sport federations um, and development in the world of the United Nations. And so um, that spurred me on to pursue my master's in international development at Sciences Po Paris, um, the Paris School of International Affairs. Um, and then upon graduation and, and during graduation, work at UNESCO, which is the United Nations Education Scientific Cultural Organization, and um, worked on two subjects there, gender equality and education, and additionally, sports for development and sports diplomacy. Um, we worked on within the United Nations 2030 agenda. Fast forward to today, I've taken up a position with Nielsen as a sports and entertainment consultant. So really been a journey that Samar's helped me navigate quite a bit as well, kind of now wanting to pivot and learn the, the sport business side, because um, my ultimate dream is to actually bring together sports business actors and um, international organizations like the United Nations um, to achieve the sustainable development goals and to have impact. I love the passion that you both have for um, understanding the value of that for girls, because so many cultures around the world uh, for generations and generations uh, denied that to girls. Um, was that sort of mm. talking about that shared passion? Was that a spark in your relationship? Uh, I, I would have to say yes, definitely. Uh, and when uh, mentorship crosses culture, both sides learn. There's that mutual uh, enriching experience. And uh, I think Brianna and I, we both have a passion for sports and development and uh, using it for social change. Uh, social change in the U.S. is a lot different than uh, in my region. Women athletes uh, are trying in the U.S. to level that playing field and maybe they're pushing for uh, pay equity and mm -hmm. uh, the availability of equal resources to men and women. Uh, women in the Middle East on our re or our region are really fighting for, many women are fighting for the right to play or the mm -hmm. right to participate and trying to break down these limitations and cultural barriers that are preventing them uh, from participating. So the beautiful thing about this uh, mentorship is having that diversity of thought and thinking out loud with Brianna and seeing how we can learn from our experiences and uh, from that diversity. Brianna, I mean, you know, we experienced uh, recently the, the, the Women's World Cup where the U.S. team, which, which won that, um, took a very strong stand uh, about pay equity. And, uh, you know, at the very end of that, when they won it, when you had, you know, thousands of people in the stand chanting, equal pay, equal pay, equal pay. Did that resonate around the world? I think 100% the U.S. women's national team uh, has had a tremendous effect on women's sports more largely. And in fact, um, I had the chance to attend the FIFA Congress and the World Cup with Samar. She came oh. to Paris and that was a a highlight of our mentorship wow. relationship. Um, I would say getting to uh, see her speak as well. She was a panelist 
uh, she kills it. <laughs> Great energy, and and she's such a powerful woman. But um, one of the biggest topics we discussed during the the Congress was um, how how can we commercialize women's sports and and women's sports are you know amazing. This product is amazing, and there's a demand for it, as we saw with the U.S. women's national team. So now's the time to make those shifts. Samar, did you want to add anything to that? Uh, yes, definitely. The, the success of the women's, U.S. women's soccer team in the World Cup has, has it's been a landslide and it's created so much momentum for the women's game across the world. Um, they are probably pushing, they are pushing for equal pay and, they're, and we're seeing changes after the World Cup. Where in Jordan, when we hosted the first Women's uh, World Cup in uh, 2016, uh, it was, there was also a, a very strong message sent from that stadium. Uh, prior to hosting the World Cup, we had around probably 700 spectators come to watch the women's game, where for the opening of uh, the World Cup in 2016, that has shifted and we've had more than 15, 16,000 spectators and a full stadium from uh, all walks of life that came to support these women. Uh, not for the medals, because uh, the Jordan team did not make it to the podium, but for the message that's behind that. The women on the pitch were there not just representing their country or representing themselves, they were representing all women out there, sending a strong message of empowerment, um, breaking those stereotypes, and really creating role models for so many women out there and in the region. Well, you know, even though I never had a chance to play competitive sports, um, and I have been on the front lines of this fight with uh, you and, and women all over the world for generations, and I was a um, television uh, news reporter uh, when Title IX was passed and watched the the very first girls fighting for the opportunities uh, that the law said they had, but we all know that um, it's one thing for a law to change, it's another thing to change culture and hearts and minds. And um, I was also uh, covered sports for five years, and I was one of the women in the United States, the very first women, who opened sports locker rooms to women journalists. So the fight's been going on for a long time, and there's plenty of work still to do, mm -hmm. but uh, I really share your passion for this. If it wasn't for women like you and women like uh, Billie Jean King, yes. Donna de Verona, yes. and so many others that fought for the implementation of Title IX, uh, sports wouldn't be where it is today. And it does have a ripple effect. It is a cont continent away, but uh, every step counts, every step in the right direction. Brianna, besides the uh, amazing relationship that you have developed um, with Samar, uh, what else have you gotten out of being part of the IWF Wabin program? The International Women's Forum um, and this program, the Wabin program, more largely has meant so much to me. Um, firstly, this, this larger network of the International Women's Forum and, and the different women that I've gotten to meet um, as part of the Wabin program has been truly impactful. Um, just to see female pioneers from all walks of life, different spheres, um, whether it's business or medicine or sport or politics, um, it's been truly incredible. And, and as part of the Wabin program, as one of um, 25 professional female athletes, we've had the chance to attend two different trainings 
One of them was in Portland, Oregon at the Nike headquarters where we did three days of leadership training. We got to stay um, with IWF members of the Oregon chapter as well. I stayed with Joanna Kane, who was incredible. Um, and then additionally, we got to attend the Toronto Larger International Women's Forum and just to see again the power, the collective power of this global network um, with everyone brought together um, and their heart to give back to the next generation, to invest in the Wabin program and the IWS fellows um, was truly um, inspiring. And, and then lastly, also um, just connecting with my, my fellow mentees as well. And, and of course, the mentorship with Samar has been the, the icing on the cake. That's been <laughs> the most um, impactful part. <laughs> And Samar, uh, besides your uh, relationship um, with Brianna, um, what else has IWF meant to you? Well, the IWF is a wonderful network of women leaders from across the globe, across professions. And uh, they share a common goal of advancing women leadership across the world. And uh, believing in that vision, I'm, uh, and I'm very happy to be part of it, I'm enjoying so much uh, running the leadership program uh, that was initiated by the local chapter, the Jordanian chapter. And it's so rewarding when you give back to your community and you open doors for so many uh, potential women leaders, helping them to break that glass ceiling and move up in their careers. So it's uh, women helping women uh, to, to really advance and move up that corporate ladder and to build a better future for everyone out there. Well, it has been fascinating and really a thrill for me to get to know both of you a little bit uh, through this uh, Game Changers podcast and, and the IWF. And that's really one of the benefits of this um, global network the, to create um, the opportunities for us to meet amazing women leaders from all over the world we'd never have a chance to meet otherwise, right? And through that opportunity, we got a chance to make uh, wonderful lifelong friends. Well, thank you, IWF Jordan board member and Waban mentor, Samar Nassar, and Waban mentee and emerging diplomat, uh, Brianna Salvatore Duick, who are both using their athletic skills and their passion for sports to transform the world and champion gender equity. So thanks for listening, everyone, to this uh, episode of IWF Game Changers, a monthly conversation with some of the trailblazing members of the International Women's Forum. I'm Ann Doyle, president of IWF Michigan and your host, and we hope you'll join us again as we talk about life in leadership.